podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Beijing Bound, the countdown to the 2022 Winter Olympic Games. I'm Michael. I'm John, former gymnast, now aerial freestyle skier Lloyd Wallace is gearing up for his second Olympic Games in Beijing. The 26-year-old from Wiltshire was Team GB's first competitor in the competition in 2018 for 20 years. How much are you enjoying being back at an Olympic Games? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome here and it's so impressive, like... They put they put on a they they yeah they put a clearly put a lot of money into this and it looks unbelievable. The venue that we're jumping at is amazing and the athlete village is awesome. Um, so you know I'm I'm buzzing I'm buzzing to be here again. So for the uninitiated, tell us what freestyle aerial skiing is. So the way I describe freestyle aerial skiing is it's it's like the Winter Olympic equivalent of high diving. Um, so we go down a slope at about 70 kilometers an hour. We hit a jump that's four meters tall. That projects us kind of 15, in, 15 meters into the air. Then we do multiple flips and twists. And then we've got to try and land it. So how does someone get into doing that? What's the story? I started off as a gymnast. So I was a uh, regional and national level gymnast until the age of 13. Um, I've, I've skied all my life. And my parents used to do freestyle skiing back in the day. So... After I kind of quit gymnastics, I was on a family holiday and mum and dad, um, where we came across a water ramp and mum and dad asked me if I wanted to have a go. And I was like, absolutely. And I, I, I went off once, did a, did a straight air. And then dad was like, oh, I'll try a front flip. And I did a front flip. That was pretty easy. Tried a back flip. That was also quite easy. And combining my love of gymnastics and my love of skiing just, just felt very natural. I never looked back. And the Olympics is very much a family affair for you, isn't it? Can you explain all your different family connections to the Games? Sure, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm carrying on a bit of a family legacy. So my grandfather um, started off, he was a 3,000-metre steeple, steeplechase um, runner back in the 1948 London Games. And then both my parents have been to the Olympics. My dad for freestyle skiing in 88 in Calgary. My mum... For, also for freestyle skiing in 92 Alberville and 94 Lillehammer. And then my dad's brother, my uncle, um, went to the Summer Olympics in 84 for track cycling and then again in 96. So I'm thinking Christmas Day in your house, whereas some families have like the grown-ups table and the kids table, do you have the table for the non-Olympians? <laughs> that's a bit harsh no no, no. We're, we're very we're very inclusive we're very inclusive but you know the monopoly after after christmas dinner gets pretty competitive let me tell you so did you just grow up with the olympics being a kind of all-encompassing thing was it always on your radar do you have real standout memories of the games yeah i think i think it, i think i did and well, it was certainly something that I've always wanted to do. You know, obviously, mum and dad having been there, we've got Olympic memorabilia kind of dotted around our house randomly. And it's, it's always been, it was always on my radar. And, you know, doing aerial skiing, I've, you know, you, when you start aerial skiing, you can, you, you'll be training alongside the, the best in the world, even if you're just starting, because there's not many places to go train. So you're walking past Olympic champions and stuff like that. And it, it just always seemed like it was, it was, I was, yeah, it was always something I wanted to do. And I remember watching the 2010 Olympics going, I want to be, I want to be there. Either the next ones or the ones after that. So yeah, here, here we are. <laughs> 
you took a break after 2018. What was the reason behind that? Yeah, so I guess in the lead up to 2018, I'd had a big accident. And coming back from that and going to the Olympics is quite a, quite stressful, to be honest. And it'd been a lot of hard work. And I'd been jumping for seven years by, by then and hadn't, hadn't taken a break. Like I hadn't had a summer holiday. I hadn't had a winter holiday. I was always just away training. And I just, I think mentally I needed a break. I was also quite conscious that because uh, I'd had an accident and it kind of highlighted to me that skiing wasn't necessarily always going to be, you know, the thing that I was going to be able to do. I was, I was a bit worried, I guess, on what was going to come next. So I went back to the, I wanted to go back to university and study a master's. So I went back to the University of Bath studied masters and then kind of accidentally fell into a, a job as a sports agent at, at Sportsphere, which is a Olympic and Paralympic agency. And uh, yeah, after, after, after that, I kind of, that kind of gave me a bit of perspective on what do I want to do next? And it was go to another Olympics. But you got some funding to come back and I guess it's challenging, isn't it? For someone in your sport to, you know, pay their way to the games. There's no massive handouts for you guys. No, no, it's been a problem for my entire career. And, you know, I've, I've had to rely on the kindness of family and friends um, kind of, yeah, before now and or especially leading into the last Olympics. Um, and, you know, leading into this Olympics, I've had the, yeah, the privilege of my company, Sportsphere, helping me out. And then also I've been allocated national lottery funding for the first time this year, and that's going to help cover cover my flights, which is which is which is awesome. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, skiing's not the not the cheapest sport in the world, but you know, I guess if you really want to do something, you find a way. And I've had to cut corners here, there, and everywhere, like sleeping on friends' sofas for training camps, or you know, even missing some training camps. But I've, 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 I'm here, right? I'm here. <laughs> you are there. I mean, a lot of people are talking about the fact Team GB haven't won a medal yet. Do you think? we're a bit hung up maybe on this medal success and actually the fact you're there and not just you, but lots of other people getting to the Olympics is an achievement that we perhaps have underestimated since the impact of lottery funding. Yeah, I mean, like I, I haven't, I hadn't even noticed, I hadn't even realized that. I mean, we've had so many good results already. Like there's been some fantastic results. The, the Kerning guys got fourth, like at a top eight in the moguls and the Kayla. Like that was, that's amazing. Like the, I think people have got to remember we're not a we're not a winter country, right? And you know, when there are funding issues across the board, I think, but we're uh, we're here and we're still fighting for those top spots. At the end of the day, winter sports are uh, the smallest thing could go wrong and cost someone a medal. Like they're very high, they're high risk sports, aren't they? So yeah, I'm, I think we're doing brilliantly, and I think every athlete has has done awesome. I mean, also we've had COVID for the last year, right? Or the last two years. And actually being a British athlete and traveling with COVID has been super difficult because everyone's been hating on us the whole time for, you know, whatever, for whatever reasons. And we've had to, you know, get tests to go everywhere. I had to go bypass people's restrictions to get into countries. Like I think we're doing brilliantly. And I think everyone should be super proud of every athlete here because they are, they are trying their absolute best. Quick one to finish then. Some new tricks up your sleeve for your competition? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, so I got. I just did my first new trick that I, had, I competed. I competed last year, the full double full full, um, which is a quadruple twisting triple backflip. Um, and, yeah, I competed it first time last year and a couple of times on World Cup this year. I've been dialing it in training, and it's, uh, it's feeling pretty good. And then one that I actually haven't competed yet, but I'll be competing on Tuesday 
is uh, the double M or the double full full full, which is just a different variation of the quadruple twisting triple backflip. And uh, yeah, that's the that's one of the tricks that's been winning World Cups this year. So that's gonna hopefully put me in touch with the with the with the top and get me into that into that finals, which is top twelve. So it's gonna be exciting. Well, it's been great to chat to you. Happy birthday again, and all the very best with the competition. Thank you very much. I'm gonna go find some cake. <laughs> And Lloyd starts qualifying tomorrow. That's Tuesday, 11am UK time. And download our weekly Anything But Footy podcast for all the latest Olympic and Paralympic news, interviews and conversations. We're on Apple and Google Podcasts. Just search Anything But Footy. Sports Social Podcast Network.